welcome to a, another edition of Suburban Bourbon, and we are very excited, Joe and I. This is season three, um, because we called it season three. That's right. Um, episode one. Episode one, season three. And Joe, tell us where we are today. That's right. We're at West Branch Malts, and uh, we're here with uh, owner Brandon Thatcher um, and Maltster. Yeah, we're at two eight six six Nationwide Parkway in Brunswick. We're kind of tucked back in a little industrial parkway. Yes, you are in the right place, <laughs> I assure you. Sounds good. And uh, you know, one of the things that we want to first off, like, like, how did this come about, West Branch Malls? You know, we had a, a successful family software business that my father had started back in the 80s, focusing on barcoding and labeling. And it had been really good to our family and the people that have worked here, some of which have been here well over 20 years. and. As things started to slow down, we were kind of looking for another opportunity, another business, a way to keep our employees, you know, employed and working. And so um, my sister and my brother-in-law down in Asheville, North Carolina, were involved in a business that was a malting, uh, craft malt company, and just started talking and the idea sounded pretty good. And so, you know, we got into it and as a way to really kind of showcase our grain, we felt a distillery would be a good way to go uh, because our business was really trying to sell the malted barley to the breweries in the area, all 100% Ohio grown, you know, malted here by us. So, so Randy, one of the exciting things that we um, found out about, we were kind of going through your website um, with West Branch was sort of how you really try to serve the community. You look for local sourcing and yeah. we commented on, did you know with Joe and Joe that, um, you know, you, you see that common with restaurants or local and you don't think about a distillery, you know, that you're right. using those ingredients. So tell us, one, why that's important to you, and, and two, how do you do that? Well, I think for a lot of people, they're, they're starting to ask a little bit more, you know, about where their food comes from. The farm-to-table movement is pretty important. A lot of restaurants have placed focus on this. And mm -hmm. so, you know, for the beverage industry, it's, it's kind of, you know, there's, it's going to take a little bit more time to get there. But I think that as you see places popping up and, you know, the number of people that have said, I had no idea you were here and things like that. I mean, that does at least show that people are reaching out a little bit. They're going outside the norm or, you know, maybe the one or two big stores that they're used to buying everything at and seeking out alternatives. So it's important for us. And, you know, we're just we're trying to be that. Part of the community so sure. Sure. And it definitely helps promote the other businesses like you were saying like farmers you know local farmers and really promoting, right you know it's like we were saying before having a product and selling it is one thing but to put being a part of the community and really giving back in, yeah. in a large way by the way that you go about it is uh is reputable for sure and building off that randy it, it, maybe you could walk us through um i, I noticed that you were very um uh, charity conscious too with some of the vendors I think if I if we interpreted right. your yeah. website right can you tell us about why that's important to you and then you know maybe what that means uh, sure. for people who buy your product to know that, that they're making an impact maybe in a, in, a, in a small way and I mean obviously we all have our own problems and our problems are our biggest problems but you know there's a lot of things I think that the community faces where I mean people really don't have food they don't have uh, you know a place to lay their head they don't have clothing, medical needs uh, met. And so there were just a lot of things that as a family, and like I said, with this, you know, the software company being good to our family, it was important that 
we gave back to our community, even if our product was sold more worldwide, it wasn't such a local product on the software side of things, it didn't mean that you know our community couldn't use a little bit of strength and support. And so that was kind of where a lot of the charitable efforts came from, was just the focus on food, clothing, shelter, and medical needs for Northeast Ohio. And it's outstanding. That is. Now, when we look back at the variety of uh, you know bottles that you have, you know, how did you come about you know the, the products that you came up with, as well as the, the right. different flavors? Because I mean, that's what stood out to me. <laughs> and we love that. the names. Yeah. By the way, White Lightning, awesome. Wait, I, love, yeah. I, love, yeah. I love that. I love that. I mean, you just—it's moonshine and it's pure. What I so like is it's, it's <laughs> strawberry moonshine without the strawberry. Exactly. <laughs> right. It's allergic to strawberries. I right. appreciate White Lightning, uh, but we do. <laughs> uh, but we do love the names, and we were intrigued by the variety of, of, of flavors that you came up with. So, any thoughts on like the evolution of your? You know, I mean, you're not trying to be everything to everybody, and we may we may be a little bit high even on the number of choices that we have, but it was just kind of a progression where, you know, we had come out with our vodka, and we figured we would do a vanilla flavor of that, and, you know, the whiskey obviously wasn't ready right on day one, but we felt, you know, having some sort of flavored version of that, and that was where the spiced apple kind of came into play. Uh, we used to do a hot cinnamon that was a real spicy cinnamon and the people that liked it loved it and then everybody else said it doesn't taste like the major brand that we're used to and so you know it was more whiskey forward um yeah, yeah. so that one didn't quite make the cut for you know the the longevity of the distillery but it's a little bit of trial and error and honestly we just you know tasting days are fun when we get some new flavors and we get to play around some of which, you know, sounds great on paper, doesn't necessarily work out. And then you have your, you know, your dosings to figure out how much of that flavor you want in there. And so it's just, we kind of go through the process. But honestly, when it came down to um, our top sellers, which are our coffee vodka and our chocolate vodka, it was really listening to our customers. You know, our vanilla was still very much a, a vodka with just a hint of vanilla to it. And we had a lot of people that were like, well, you know, we wish you had something a little bit sweeter. And so that was kind of where chocolate and coffee came out of it. And just really paying attention to what your customers say and what they ask for repeatedly and, you know, at a higher number. So, so how, you know, I know that um, from our experiences and kind of getting an bourbon and, and whiskey, there's, you know, there's two ways to distill. You know, there's the maybe the way where you, you know, you'll sit it in a barrel for if it's whiskey for 8 10 12 years whatever um, and then there you know there are a lot of distillers now across the country that have that sort of that hyper distilling process right you know the distillation process is pretty much so the same across the board you're it, it just depends on how you start out for us we actually start out by making a beer so obviously we're not going to put hops in that we're not going to carbonate it but we mash in just like a brewer would we're using all grain here um, you know, so there's no, there's no trickery. There's nothing that's going on here that's not a traditional, you know, way of doing things. And we take that beer, we put it in a fermenter, we put our yeast in there. What we hope to get out is about an 8% uh, beer out of there, you know, what we would call our wash. And then the distillation process, like I said, is very similar, just different equipment pretty much, so different methods of doing it. But, you know, we take that, that beer 
and we strip off all the alcohol, the good and the bad alcohol, ethanol being the good and methanol being the bad. And then we have another still that allows us to do our cuts or to separate those alcohols. And so we do two different runs here. We do a whiskey run and we do a vodka run. And in a vodka run, you're going to come off that still at about 95% pure ethanol, so 190 proof. And then we set that aside for a little bit, let everything kind of chill out before we proof it down uh, with reverse osmosis water. And then we can flavor that and bottle it after. 70%, right, I think is what I saw on the website for vodka. Uh, for the vodka, proof? Uh, 80 proof for, 80 proof. yeah, 80 proof 80. for a vodka. And then, 90, right, for and then the whiskey, the single malt whiskey is 90. Yep. But basically when the whiskey comes off the still, you know, it's, it's at a lower proof. It's somewhere between maybe 110 and 130 in, in that range. And then the proof that we actually put it in the barrel at gives us different flavor profiles. So, you know, we'll age for, I think uh, our last, our oldest barrel back there is about a year and a few months old now. Mm -hmm. And that seems to be a really nice sweet spot where you're kind of getting everything that you want out of that barrel into that whiskey. And so that's all really just the white lightning is just the unaged whiskey. That's so that's at, one, is that one that's at 120. 120. That's what I thought. Right, right. I don't know about you, but I was, I was surprised when we first started getting into this and we you know, made our trips to various distillers. And you walk in and, and it would smell like a brewery. Yeah. And then it starts occurring to you, like, yeah, I guess it is the same, you know, at, initially. And it depends, you know, I mean, the expression that you can make vodka out of anything is true. Any, anything <laughs> yeah. that, you know, has, has a sugar to it, it's just that when you take grain and you make a vodka, you're, you're getting more character in there that you, that you would expect out of more of a premium vodka. So it is true. You can make vodka out of pretty much so anything, but there is a certain degree of character that comes through in our vodka and higher end vodkas that, you know, you, you can't necessarily get from some of the, the other ingredients. So with the variety of, of vodkas and, and whiskey, are there certain drinks that you're like, this would be great with this type of, you know, like if you mix it with this. We were commenting on coffee. But yeah. Only about five, only about 5,000 of them, <laughs> yeah. I mean. I, I sit there and look at spiced apple and I think about, you know, fall time, yeah. cider. And that is, and that's when we sell a lot of it. As the weather starts to turn cool, you can just count on the spiced apple whiskey sales going up, you know? And it does, it mixes well with things like mold hot cider, but it also mixes really well with some rocks and ginger ale, you know, mm -hmm. and on a summer day, it's just that most people kind of think of it more as a cool weather, just like, you know, the coffee, vodka, the chocolate vodka, they get thought as more of dessert drinks, but they don't necessarily have to be, you know? And so that was kind of why we, started to widen the portfolio. We were looking for something a little bit more tropical, and that was where our guava vodka came from. And then we're set to release our lemonade vodka on April 1st next week. So, you know, a couple just in time for you summer. Katie you know. Will be here, exactly. <laughs> you know, that is awesome. So with the whiskey, is it, is it um, you know, with obviously, yeah, as you know, with bourbon, you can have, you can have uh, corn or wheat. Right. I'm sorry. Uh, wheat or rye or whatever the case may be. What, what's the consistency of your whiskey? It's 100% Ohio barley malt. Yeah, yeah, barley malt. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, you can, you know, you can you can have wheat in there, you know, things like that. But as of right now, you know, we just kind of felt like the barley provides a very smooth spirit. And again, it was what we started out with being, you know, a malt house. And so it was just a great way to showcase like a single grain, single origin in, you know, the case of the last couple of years 
we only worked with one farmer and you know you get to know these people and it's, it's kind of part of that story that's in that bottle that you know as long as people know a little bit about it it does it it's, it makes it taste better you know the effect that our perception has on even things like taste is yeah. you know it's very interesting so I th and I think the adventure is just finding different different uh, bourbons I mean that's our mantra I think I mean it could be a We'll go to Indiana or we'll go to Arizona. Just buy something local. Right. Because exactly. they just want to taste, you know, and it could be very good. You can right. really fall in love with it. Yes, there are expensive bourbons and they have their place. But I like just to, and I think you do too, try different things. Yeah, and, and, and we've proven over time, you know, it's not about cost. I mean, there's right. the price of a bourbon is a lot. There's a lot that goes into that. So, you know, a bourbon or a whiskey. Um, so, I mean, it, it, you can find gems anywhere. That's right. We're excited to try right. what you have here. I was curious, you know, you brought up the lemon <laughs> vodka. Are there any other product offerings that are going to be forthcoming or any, or any other that's, flavors that you're As of right have? now, that's that's uh, pretty much so it. You know, again, we, we have a pretty wide bottle selection. But, you know, I mean, getting back to some of the taste and the uniqueness of different things that you find in different parts of the country, that's kind of why we're, we're excited about this American single malt whiskey categorization. The TTV has been working on it for a while. Because just like there are different flavors of grapes, you know, depending yeah. on where they're grown. I mean, the barley that we use in our whiskey and that we've been selling to the breweries is a seed that's pretty specific to this area. It's a winter crop, so it's grown in the winter, gives the farmer something to use as a cover crop and double crop their land, utilize their land year round. But you get a certain terroir out of it, that, that flavor of the region. And our grain has a very unique flavor. So even these single malt whiskeys, you could you know, bring the grain into our distillery. We could do everything same, 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 yeah, yeah, but that yeah. grain ultimately will have a little bit of a, you know, a, an influence on the end result oh, yeah. and, and what you're tasting. Cool. Cool. And what about, you know, we, we talked about the vodka's 80 proof, yeah. the, the whiskey's 90 proof. Right. How did you land on those? Was that pure, like working through a trial and error? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, and it's still ongoing, you know, it's like there are people that they like that ice cube in there because it really kind of, with a couple of drops of water, and yeah. that's just bringing that proof down a little bit, mm -hmm. and other people like, you know, things that are a little bit hotter, a little bit stronger, and so, you know, you, you kind of just, we, we don't necessarily know everything here, and again, customer feedback tells us a lot. And so we just try to go on a little bit of what we think, but also what our customers are telling us. And so it is, you're kind of just, you're choosing a number and you're not necessarily sure that that's gonna please everybody, but you just gotta try to do what you can to get a majority thumbs up and go with it. Yeah, because yeah, in our, you know, our experiences, that 90 proof, whether it's bourbon, whiskey, is, is, is a really good, it's a really sweet good, spot. I was gonna say it's right. a sweet spot for a lot of um, whiskeys, and this, you know, I like that. It, you know, the vodka's one, the whiskey's one, and then of course, white lightning yeah. is another. So it kind of accommodates what you're looking for as a, you know, as a spirit. It's it's a more inclusive, yeah. like you 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 ran, it, It's a good yeah. range. Yeah. yeah. If you're not a big if you're not a big whiskey or uh, person, I mean, you could still enjoy that. You know, you know what I mean? You get some of the hotter stuff and you really have to, you know, you kind of have to know what you're, t you're right. tasting. Well, and that's, past that. and that's kind of the fun part, even with the white lightning. I mean, that allows you, if you want to take a bottle of that home and throw your own charred chunks of wood in there and make your own whiskey. I mean, mm -hmm. 
do it yourself, you know, and that way it's like you can kind of figure out well, what, what do I like? And there's all sorts of calculators out there where you can, you know, proof down your own stuff. And so it's a lot of fun to play around with whether you're throwing wood in there, you're throwing some fruit in there and doing your favorite, you know, and then a little bit of simple syrup and you have your own spirit that you've created then. So. So I see on the on the menu back there, uh, White Lightning. We have all the vodka and whiskey. Yeah. I see White Lightning starting to create your own. What's create your own? And that's pretty much so what I was just talking about. Okay. It's you know, do your own thing. Take it home. You you have that fruit you got from the grocery store that you're like, you know, these are the best raspberries I've had. I take a little jelly jar and throw a handful of them in there. Top it off with that White Lightning. Come back a month or two later, and now you have your own flavored spirit. And then if you want to, you know, kind of bring it down a little bit with some simple syrup or mix it into a drink, all of a sudden now you have something unique. It's still based on this idea that it's a local product. It was created locally. I have some folks that have, you know, tart cherry trees and they're like, I don't know what to do with these things. And, you know, they put them in a jar of white lightning and all of a sudden it's a great garnish. And now you have this great wow. spirit. And so there's, there's a lot of different things that we have that just grow around us. You know, that you oh, yeah. can, if you're a gardener or if you're a forager, all sorts of things you can do to have a lot of fun with that and create your own. And we're not gardeners or foragers, <laughs> but we do like alcohol. And you shop know, at the, the grocery yeah, store, you know, right? You might have pushed us towards that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, those little blackberries that pop up all around the yard. Uh, exactly. That's a lot of fun. So there's a lot, a lot of options. You create your own. Way more fun than that's right. Uh, that's right. That's right. So should we uh, try some some of yeah, uh, I think maybe do a tasting? I think that's uh, I think that'd be I think we're at that point. Let's do it. So now we get to get into the fun stuff, Joe. We get to actually do a tasting here at West Branch Malt in Brunswick, Ohio, here with Randy Thatcher, and we're going to go through three whiskeys. Joe, do you want to kick it off with what we're going to be drinking today? No. So the first one we're going with your uh, your single malt right. whiskey. So this is no flavors. This right. is just as it is, and we're talking 90 proof. So right. excited to give it a shot. So uh, we have the guest taster, as you can see him on camera. Jeff Sobieski, he's celebrating his 21st birthday. That's right. <laughs> this is the first time he's ever drank. I, 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 I carded him and everything. Oddly, he has two kids in college. I don't know how they're going to celebrate 21. Amazingly. All right, let's give this a try. Yeah. I will say you this. Know, it goes down easy. It, it does. You know what it reminds me of? Um, it reminds me when you start getting into some of the Japanese whiskeys that we've, we've tried, yeah. and you start getting into even like a scotch. Right. Um, it has that earthy taste to it yeah. in a good way. Not not peaty like a scotch, right. but there's an earthy taste to it in a good way. Am I reading and, I, and I would think that's, that's right on. I mean, it's, that's really where when we explain to people, we kind of, you know, we are kind of making a scotch, obviously for, you know, legal reasons. You exactly. know, it's not made in Scotland, yeah. so. Yeah. Um, but that is really the same process that I think a lot of the, you know, the Scottish whiskeys go through is this mashing in all grain, you know, barley malt, and you kind of go from there. So good call. It's an interesting taste. It <coughs> is. And, and what I like about it too is, I mean, scotch has its place, right? I mean, we've talked about, uh, I'm not a huge peaty taste, mm -hmm. but, but this has, like you said, that earthy 
yeah. and a flavor to it. It's got a little bit of heat, and it is so good. That's a it good sipping whiskey. Oh, absolutely. You know, I mean, you, neat on the rocks, whatever the case may be. Yeah, we tend to go on the rocks, but the first time I try any, I always like to have it. Yeah. yeah. This is this is really good. Yeah, yeah, and honestly, I, I enjoy it on the rocks, too. I think it's a great sipper. Um, you know, and at 90 proof, you definitely, there is a little room. There is a little bit of heat there, but, you know, you put it on some ice and it kind of calms things down. And again, I think this batch is probably aged about eight or nine months. So as we were kind of, as we're building our inventory, we're able to age a little bit longer. And, you know, we are using smaller barrels. So a lot of the big distil distilleries use 53 gallon barrels. We're actually using 30 gallon barrels. And so, you know, the idea is kind of, less volume, more surface area, mm -hmm. you age a little bit faster. So, you know, we're pretty happy with where we're getting to in our program, you know, as time's allowed and, you know, as we kind of keep filling barrels up, so. So, and you obviously have much more of an expert eye than we would, you know, being in this industry. Oh, I don't know about that. That's giving me a lot of credit. Because, I mean, we're, you know, we're new. We're still learning, you know, and that's what I tell people. And that's why feedback to us is so important because there is, the, I don't have any, you know, family lineage in this. I didn't, right, I wasn't right. handed a recipe. And, and honestly, you know, we have people that are just, they're working very hard to learn as they go. What I think my question would be, how would you rate your consistency so so if somebody were to come in and buy a bottle today and buy a bottle from batch to batch yeah i mean it's are, are you aiming for that consistency or are you saying hey look this is a different batch come out and try it you know i mean obviously we're aiming for a consistent product but in anything craft related especially where you know you have agriculture mm -hmm. you have an agricultural product again maybe that's not the biggest thing but the barrels themselves you know early on we were kind of getting a barrel here, a barrel there. And then we found out that trying to settle on more of a, you know, quantity purchase of barrels from a, a single distillery. So these are actually, we age in used bourbon barrels. So wow. we found out that, you know, through that, we had tried a couple of different barrels. We try, tried uh, rye barrels and didn't really care for the outcome of aging our whiskey in a used rye barrel. So we settled on bourbon and we actually were able to, to secure a better quantity of freshly dumped barrels and you know so therefore it's it's going to help with the consistency but absolutely it is a craft product it is an aged product so you are going to have some small variances and you know that's why we try to taste along the way and see where we're at because you can have sorry about that you can have two barrels that um, are from you know the same distillery same batch and they can behave differently well, well the other part too is there, are there other parts like when you're buying these barrels are there other criteria that come into play or you're getting them from the same distillery but there could be variances in the barrels themselves so 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 far because we are pretty small we've only bought barrels a handful of times in you know in our three and a half years but the last time you know we made sure and bought about 20 of them so again we're kind of ready to go and reuse them as you go along we will yeah. you know but i mean obviously we haven't even filled all 20 of those yet yeah. so we're still yeah. working on filling those and just kind of making sure that we have enough for supply and honestly if, if we run out that's not a bad thing because right. it means that things are selling yeah. and hopefully people will be kind of understanding that you know this is a small business and and it is an aged product mm -hmm. i mean we can pump out all the vodka we want and but you know with the whiskey you have to wait so
next, we are going to try the honey-flavored whiskey, mm. which, um, Joe, that was the one you really wanted. That's right. I was excited <laughs> for two reasons. One, you know, it sounded interesting. Two, it's out of stock. Yeah. So then, <laughs> it's out of stock. I, I, I want it. But this is 82-ish proof, yeah. right? Yeah, so you kind of, you dip down a little bit in the alcohol heat, you bring up the sweetness, and so, you know, for a lot of people, it provides that balance that if they, if they don't like, you know, very strong spirits, this helps out and gives them a little taste of something. This is awesome. (laughs) Oh, wow. This is so good. This is good stuff. I think with all of our whiskeys, you know, we still wanted them to be whiskey forward. You know, we still wanted that element to obviously come through, but you know, when people like their flavor and you had a little bit of sweetness and (laughs) if, if, you know, the single malt was smooth for you guys, obviously this, yeah, the honey should just progress towards that smoothness goal. Does our 21 year old (laughs) (laughs) never drank before, right? Well, for, for 82 proof, that is smooth. It's very smooth, and it's you still, and it's interesting because you said you wanted to be whiskey forward, and it definitely yeah. is. I mean, so for all of you listening, try it. It's it, you get it, um, but definitely worth trying because you do taste the whiskey, but that flavor is so good. It's, Thanks. I mean, I love honey, but that, and I've never had. I'm sure I've had honey whiskey, but this was. This is very good. I, I've had honey flavored, you know, some of the more commercial whiskey or bourbons and stuff, but you don't taste the honey. No. I mean, not like it really kind of sweetens it a little bit or softens it. You yeah. taste the honey in here. It's not overwhelming. I mean, you could actually use this as an aperitif. Yeah. You really could. I, I agree. Okay. So we, we've gone through the single malt whiskey, we've tried the honey, now on to spice apple. And it's funny because when we looked at this, I immediately thought of the fall. And, yeah. and this is one too, I know that we've done in prior shows, we've talked about crown apple, which is extremely popular. So right. we decided to uh, give this one a shot. And this one again, what's is, the proof on it? You said like about 87, I think on the... Thanks. Another smooth, really tasteful drink. I know, and, and putting this on the rocks, yeah, alone, I think would be a great summer drink. And then you you brought up so yeah, because we talked mm-hmm. about this before, right? You can mix it in with cider. cider yeah, cider. yeah, we get a lot of people that it is definitely a a, a cool weather favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, one of our best selling whiskeys. You know, it's just, it's got a really nice mix. Starts off with a soft cinnamon, finishes up with a green apple flavor. And so it does lend itself to, you know, a ginger or whiskey sort of drink. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like I said, a lot of people, it's, it's just a nice sipper. Kind of gives you that nice warm feeling inside uh, on, on a cool day. And so we do sell a lot of it as the weather starts to turn. You can almost, you know, look at it as... Well, I, th- I think where people mess up with that, like clockwork. some distillers mess up with that, is they put too much cinnamon in. Like, you yeah. have a hint of it in there. Yeah, it just starts really off a little bit apple. of softness. There's yeah. no heat to the cinnamon, which right. I know some people really don't like hot cinnamon, but they can 
do just a little bit and a little bit of cinnamon generally goes a long way and we just we've worked with a really good flavoring company they're all natural extract flavorings so you know we're trying to really you know and that that is where we're at least able to get the consistency in the flavoring you know of the whiskeys but the base whiskey is going to change things a little bit so again batch to batch you do get you know a little bit of a maybe possible taste difference so that was outstanding i'm not sure which one is my favorite but i can definitely say they they are all worth trying we drink them all straight which is uh, uh, you know obviously a testament to their quality but then there's endless options So we're going to try something a little bit different now on bourbon bourbon. Obviously, we like whiskey and bourbon. We also like spirits in general. Um, and we're going to try some of West Malt Branch's, um, or West Branch Malt um, Distillery's line of vodkas. That's right. We're going to try the chocolate, the two best-selling, from what you were saying, right. the chocolate vodka and the yeah. coffee vodka. And then, of course, we're going to finish it off with uh, possibly our favorite name of any whiskey we've ever had. White Lightning, yeah. which is the malt shop. So if you already didn't like West Branch malt already, you're, I think you're going to really <laughs> love it now. So let's get into this. Randy, tell us what we're going to have. So our number one selling chocolate vodka. I mean, so many options from just a simple chocolate martini, um, you know, to many, many, many drinks. Uh, this has been a favorite in some of the local restaurants and bars. And, you know, so look for it on the cocktail menu. It's got a really nice milk chocolatey smooth flavor. And you know, there's very little heat to it. It's a nice sipper just on its own. I, I have no other expression, but this is awesome. Like it is it, in the, it really has such a great chocolate flavor to it. I Thank mean, you. I can see where you could drink this. Like you said, a chocolate martini. Yeah. This is a perfect chocolate martini. Yeah. Jeff, you're a big vodka guy, so what do you think? First time, well, this is the first time I've heard vodka. vodkas. <laughs> even almost like the consistency of drinking it is almost like drinking like a chocolate milk yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah it's funny there's there's a good mouthfeel to it this is good. <laughs> Ooh, that's good again it's it's much like your other um flavors of whiskey randy that you can drink these on the rocks and just right. enjoy it as a right. dessert drink or as just something you just so are there any local establishments you know, we had talked earlier, there's some that have uh, West Branch Malt's vodkas. Yeah. So what are some of the establishments that you can go to um, locally to get at bars or restaurants? You know, I mean, uh, Square 22 in Strongsville does a really nice chocolate martini. Uh, the Hangar or City Goods down in Cleveland on West 28th, they're literally a boutique bar that 75% of their alcohol offerings come within two hours. So you're not going to find a lot of the big brands there. Instead, what you'll find is, you know, 15 or 20 distilleries worth of Ohio products in there. And so that's a really fun place to go into. They make some amazing cocktails. Uh, the Harp down in Cleveland has been doing a really good job with our coffee vodka. They they have it in a couple of drinks and you know. Irish Catholic. So, I mean, those are just a few off the top of my head, but we've even had some of our brewery customers that have brought on our bottles to complement, you know, the beers that they sell. Well, Square 22 is one of our favorite places. Yes. I mean, yes. And, and now 
that just, I, I mean, and we, you said it, but that chocolate martini, yeah. I know that's going to be one that uh, oh, our wives want to go try. I want to try this. And me. I want to try this coffee one. Did you smell it yet? I've not smelled it yet. It smells amazing. And it's funny, we even get some people that aren't coffee drinkers that just, they taste it, and it's really got a nice coffee candy sort of flavor to it. Yeah. There's a little bit of vanilla in there. And again, that grain kind of comes punching through with its own degree of sweetness to it. So I've had a lot of people, like I said, that aren't coffee drinkers that actually find this as, you know, a real pleasant drink for them, for and themselves. Jeff, our guest, our guest. Morning's got a little yeah. bit more interesting. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I said. Did you know? I'm not like you know. On the way to work, why not? Um, not endorsed by West Branch, yeah. by the way. No, 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 no. Very good. <laughs> Suburban Bourbon does not endorse drinking this on the way to work. Right. Or for Zoom meetings or anything <laughs> like that. I, mean, I work from home. <laughs> that is good. You know, it, it's also good because it's not again like the other, not overwhelmingly coffee. Exactly. But you taste the coffee. You don't get the bitterness associated say, yeah. with coffee, just drinking straight black coffee. Right. And again, it's, it's got more of a, it's not sweet enough to be a candy, but it's kind of in between somewhere where it, it provides that nice sweetness. And, you know, again, just a nice one to do over ice. We have a lot of people that like to do adult milkshakes, uh, you know, with yes. both the chocolate and the coffee. You mix the chocolate and the I coffee together, really and now we're talking about a mocha style I'm vodka. I'm going to buy my sister-in-law Candace Vitale yeah. some of these because <laughs> I can already see with some ice cream and a little bit of this on top. Yeah, um, that's an endorsement for you, Candace. And, and I, I, that's the one thing that stood out is I'm black coffee. That's what I drink, yeah. and the bitterness that sometimes coffee has yeah. is totally absent here. I mean, yeah. this is a great coffee, mm -hmm. and it's a great coffee flavor. Yeah, mm -hmm. and to add vodka to it. Fantastic. So, so the exciting one coming up is White Lightning. And you know, the, the exciting thing for us, Randy, was you might not know. <laughs> You might not know this, but it, it's Joe's nickname on totally the community, bat, community center news. basketball court. <laughs> so so I, I thought to myself, white lightning drinking white lightning. Now I understand. I wish I was like white Randy, if we do nothing, we laugh. I know. Now it all becomes clear. <laughs> I, I wish I was white lightning. I will accept the name. Randy did say off air he did hear you. I don't want to put him on the spot. Oh, this is white lightning. Yes, yes, right. Yes. Right. Aside, yeah. kind of a hidden story. Anyway, so the the malt shine, as you call it, yeah. two, two two flavors: the the strawberry and the white lightning. And, right. And um and and I think as you said in the other earlier segment, you can actually take them home and make it your own. You can yeah. add any flavor you want. You've had customers do that. Absolutely. And this is one twenty proof. Yeah. So talk about you. I guess which one's more popular? Is it the strawberry or? You know, it, to create your own. we've had a couple of places pick up the strawberry early on, uh, Planted Flag Brewing. I mean, they literally opened the first day of the pandemic, so they were kind of forced to can everything, sell it to go. And one of the things they did was they combined our strawberry malt shine and lemonade and, you know, sold it in a 16-ounce can and made a lot of people real happy and, and introduced our spirit to a, you know, a population of local people that then came to our door looking for it. And when they realized, well, I can make my own flavor with the white lightning, that was kind of where the create your own 
came from. The, the possibilities are so endless. I mean, you can make your own whiskey out of this. I've had people that, you know, buy the barrels, throw a bottle of wine in there for a little while, kind of let it coat the barrel, dump the wine, and then put this in there and, you know, make their own whiskey. We have a lot of people that like to do fruit, you know, extractions, herbal extractions, things like that. So it, the possibilities are there. It's strong enough to really pull all that flavor out. And then whether you want to just mix it into a drink or you want to sweeten it up with some simple syrup and bring that proof down a little bit, the options are, are pretty endless with it. But, you know, kind of gives you the option to make a lot of different things on your own. Taste the malt, the grains in this. Yeah, I was going to say, you better. It's that, it's that grainy, you can taste yeah, it. Like yeah, absolutely. The, it, it reminds me of what I would smell when I go into your distillery. Right. That smell, that essence of, of the distilling process. But I think your idea of create your own is pretty intriguing, especially for people. That's a, a very popular thing to do. Yeah, and it's so simple. I mean, you save your old olive jars or jelly jars. I mean, just anything small that's glass and, you know, you can cap and, and you just you start doing your own. You figure out what you like. And, and I've had a lot of people that have developed their own recipes. Like I said, people with tart cherry trees in their yard that they don't necessarily know, you know what they're going to do with all these. Or you just have a, an abundance of blackberries around your yard at you know, July. And so it's, it's a lot of fun to do those things. Or like I said, you just you find something like a really good mango at the grocery store. And that makes a really good mango shine. All right. Well, Randy, this has been fantastic being here at West Branch Malt. Obviously, we tried, you know, a variety of whiskeys and vodkas and, you know, White Lightning, the malt shine of all malt shines. Um, and uh, we not only appreciate what you guys are doing here from a spirits perspective, but uh, we talked about it earlier, the community involvement, you know, sourcing locally, all the work you're doing from a charity perspective. It's a... Uh, Fantastic to be around a company like this and what you guys are doing for the community. Um, and we really enjoyed the, the time here today. So thank you very much. Well, thank and you. We've, I think we've enjoyed all your products. So I think if, 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 if people are looking to do something different, um, come down for a tour. Yep. You can do that online uh, on your website. Yep. Try the varieties. Um, they have a lot of them and still making more. I think you mentioned like is it the lemonade coming out? Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. April 1st, that. seven yeah. days from now. So, you know, who knows what will be out in a few months. I mean, you're, you're And you can stop at any time for Absolutely. a tasting. You can find our products in uh, some of the state liquor agencies, ohlq.com. Uh, will give you an idea of where we're available at. Uh, they have a map for that. Perfect. So that being said, thank you very much. Thank, thank you, Joe. Joe, thank Thanks, you very Randy. much. Again, at 2856 Nationwide Parkway here in Brunswick, West Branch Malt. This has been Joe and Joe. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube video and visit our website at bourbonbourbon.net. Yeah, and stop by West Branch Mall.